Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Reading the Bible can be difficult. Not to mention understanding it. Mm -hmm. Having a disability such as blindness or another can be difficult too. Sometimes it feels like God's not even there. But in room 4216... God shows us his path and we find we are not alone. Hi, everyone. It's Pastor Dave. Hi, everyone. It's Cecilia. We're glad to be back with you as we're studying through the book of Philippians. And we're still in chapter 1. And we're at what? Verse 21? Uh, verse 21 it is. Why don't you... Uh, I think we're geared up to read the first uh, 21 through 26. Why don't you go ahead? All right. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith so that through my being with you again, your joy in Christ Jesus will overflow on account of me. speaks about to live as Christ and to die as gain. I think that dying to gain is an obvious thing. When we die, oh, yeah. we go to heaven and it's uh, all the Everything's pain. Everything's perfect. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. yeah. But this to live, to live as Christ, what does that look like? Well, Loretta, in the drama that we had during the last study, Loretta and Richard covered that. Well, they sort of did. I mean, Loretta said, I do Bible study and I pray. Well, Well, no, so that's Christian life? It is, but she was doing more than that. She was uh, witnessing. Well, let's take it instead of Loretta, let's bring it home, Cecilia. Because that's really what I'm getting to is what about a person who has a disability, who doesn't get out much, or a person who's single? Well, first. You look at your resources and see what you have. I mean, what ways can you serve Christ while you're at home? You tell me. Okay. Uh, people listening Being a little to this snarky here. Post- uh, yes, you are. People listening to this podcast, uh, many, if not all of them, have access to the Internet. Or, or Victor Streams or, or something Victor like Stream that. Or, right, right. Yeah, okay, like so that. what do you do with that? And it, well... With a computer or a cell phone, you can send email, and people always need encouragement. Your friends, whether they're in other states or other countries even, they can use encouragement. Um, then sometimes I've had people call me and say, I am terrible at going on the Internet. Would you please do some research on this or that? Well, Pastor Dave, you used to do that. Sheepishly admit that's still true. <laughs> 
Yes, well. Okay, so Monday morning rolls around. You've made your two phone calls. You've checked for something on the Internet. And now it's 11 o'clock. Okay. Uh, another thing that I used to do, uh, there are uh, online games. And while I was having fun on these online games, sometimes there were chances to tell people about Christ. Uh, and I looked for those chances. So that takes some time. And then... So now it's 1 o'clock on Monday afternoon. What else? Uh... To live as Christ. What does that look like? Uh, I, I kind of wonder, and you've alluded to this a little bit, if it's attitude. It's, it's all about our attitude and how we live and what we do. Attitude is a great thing, but I'm a doer. I mm. don't just want to sit at home and do nothing. I mean, people tell me, well, Cecilia, you can pray, and that's a wonderful thing to be doing, and it is. But it also feels like a pat on the head to the blind person. Who, so you, you yeah. really want to be doing stuff, some active things, looking for things. Well, what happens when Monday afternoon at 2 o'clock rolls around and you have nothing left to do? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I do face that a lot. <sighs> I'll be honest with you, Cecilia, I sometimes have a problem with my attitude that uh, as I sometimes am serving, I'm grumbling and thinking, why am I doing this? Why why can't that other person pick up that poop from the living room floor, a little duck? Why can't uh, the other person I do the dishes or whatever? Guess we I guess we do have a got a problem. problem. Well, to end this deadlock... And to give purpose and meaning to the phrase, to live is Christ. I thought of a sonnet written by John Milton. Do you know who he is, Pastor Dave? Um, he is what I recall a poet who had sight and then he lost sight and he kept on writing once he was blind. Yes, he did. I don't remember when he lived, though. Uh, he lived in the 1600s. 1600, okay. And he died in uh, 1674. Yeah. And this Sonnet is one that I particularly love. May I share it? Yes, please. When I consider how my light is spent, ere half my days in this dark world and wide, and that one talent which is death to hide, lodged with me useless, though my soul more bent to serve there with my maker and present my true account, lest he returning chide. Doth God exact day labor light denied, I fondly ask? But patience to prevent that murmur soon replies. God doth not need man's work or his own gifts, who best bear his mild yoke, they serve him best. 
His state is kingly. Thousands at his bidding speed and post o'er land and ocean without rest. They also serve who only stand and wait. That's a neat sonnet. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I, I have heard of other things,、uh, Paradise Lost, and、mm-hmm. there's one other one, but this is really cool. And I love how in the first couple lines he talks about what was it, light, though this light? Half my light is spent. And then he used the darkness, and what a、mm-hmm. contrast, because it's really about his life. He is a light, but yet he's in darkness because he's blind. I, I, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, and then. Later talks about、uh, light denied.、Mm-hmm. You know, does God,、uh, is God asking something of me and then taking away my ability to do it? What was that phrase in there again? Does God exact day labor light denied? Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, you need to do good works, and yet I'm not going to let you. What's、mm-hmm. the next line, though, say?、Uh, it's talking and, and patience. Interesting that he gives the, his realization a name, patience. Patience. Patience to prevent him from becoming too proud answers God doth not need man's works or his I'm gifts. Sorry, I'm not reading, or his gifts.、Mm-hmm. They serve him best who bear his mild yoke. Yeah, that was amazing. Who bear their mild yoke.、Mm-hmm. I, you know, he, Milton is known to be a Christian, and obviously this is a reference to that. There's one of that talent.、Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I bet would be.、Uh, there, there's a parable about uh, uh, talents.、Uh, one was given five, and then two, one, one、mm-hmm. doubled it, and doubled it, and the other just hit it. And.、Uh, And he's almost saying, talent denied. Like, I want to double my talent, but I can't do anything with it. Yeah, Milton knows he's got a gift for writing and communicating. And, and now he's blind, and、mm-hmm. how does he write? But they serve him best with the mild yoke. The who bear obvious, that mild yoke. It's, obviously, Jesus is the one who, who bears the heavy yoke.、Mm-hmm. And that's why he even says, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. Learn from me. Take my yoke upon you. For my yoke is easy. And, and my burden, your is, burden light. is light.、Matthew. And our, our burden is light because he took the heavy burden of our sin. Our burden is to believe and trust in him.、Mm-hmm. But then the last lines that I remember again and again they also serve who only stand and wait. As I think about this serving and purpose and such, I remember a time when I lived in an apartment for about nine years, totally on my own,、uh, unless you count the cats. <laughs> well, what was that time like for you?、Uh, it was interesting.、Uh, part of the time, I was working, but not much. Part of the time, I didn't even have a computer, so there wasn't a lot that I was doing. 
as I recall, the the work that you had was just for that first year or so, and mm-hmm. then it quit. Yes. And you were then, because uh, I visited you there once or twice. We did some other recording on a different project. Mm-hmm. And I remember there being with the cats, and I remember the time you didn't have a computer. That was a couple years, wasn't it? It was almost a year. So what did you do during that time? Uh, I slept a lot. Okay. I... Uh, watched TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to one or two friends, and every day I'd, I'd look forward to talking with them because mm-hmm. uh, there just wasn't a lot that I was doing. It sounds like during this nine-year period, even once you got your computer, you were still pretty much, I'm going to use the word, and I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but rather alone. I was. And you didn't have much church connecting during that time, if I recall. No, I did not. And you didn't have, I don't mean, again, I'm not trying to be mean, but not a lot of people coming and going, a lot of friends who were there physically in your apartment or you in theirs. You know, uh, breaking my ankle almost was almost oh. a good thing because I had uh, I had more company every day for a while. I had okay. people bringing me meals and things like that. So, But that lasted only for what, about? A few weeks. A few weeks. Yeah. And then it was back to being alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. During that time, were you a Christian? Yes, I was. During that time, were you a servant of Jesus? I wanted to be. During that time, did you at, feel that you weren't a servant? Oftentimes, yes, I did. And um, mm-hmm. not always. Okay. I'm remembering a time now when that little apartment hosted two people who were uh, coming from an, a hurricane evacuation. Mm, wow. And so that was a way that I served. Huh. Um, and then after that nine-year period, you moved into the house with Brent and Carrie, and, and those are your... your um, Housemates now. Yes, they are. And you do quite a bit at that house, don't you? I mean, you, you because of your time alone, you did cooking and cleaning, and you brought those skills now to that household and I, are doing things to help them. I can't say I'm so great about the cleaning, but I do enjoy doing the cooking and some of the house organizing things, um, things like that, yeah. So for nine years, you were, as John Milton said, waiting. Yes. And praying. I was doing that too. And I would guess, during that time you were praying, Lord, let my life have purpose and meaning. Give me some purpose. Yeah. And after nine years, now that you're in the house with Brent and Carrie... You, you are using a lot of the skills and things you learned then, there. It's obvious you can see that you're helping them. But then there's been some other things that have come about in your life since then, too. You, you now are involved in a church, right? I am. Um, I'm also involved in a couple of other Christian things that kind of came from being involved in the church. And this podcast evolved and morphed that this is something that involves quite a few of your days. Yes, it does. And so as you patiently waited, the Lord heard your prayers. And I suppose one might even think, 
One moment, you were just sitting and waiting. God blinked his eye, and boom, you're busy. Because to God, uh, what is that phrase? A thousand years is like a blink of an eye. And a blink of an eye is like, like a, a thousand, thousand years. years. I want to go back to something you just said. In those nine years, you had two people from a hurricane stay at your place? Yes, I did. How long were they? I didn't know that. How long were they there? For about a week. Really? Two people, two guide dogs, and two extra cats. In that little apartment? Yes. I've been that little thing. <laughs> it just had basically four rooms. Yeah, it had uh, a bathroom, kitchen, uh, bedroom, and living roomish. Four thing. corners, and each one of those corners is only about eight by eight. Holy smokes! Now, how did you find out about them? Uh, they were friends of mine, um, and uh, I—they were in Florida, and I, I knew that they were in trouble, and I said, "Well." Come here if you need to. So during this nine years, now, for the listeners, we picked out, and, 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 and Cecilia even said when they turned off the microphone, we can't do this. This makes me sound like a hero. <laughs> and it kind of does in a way, and yet it doesn't. But that's the way God sees it in a way, because he only sees the blink of an eye. And so for a moment, I'm going to take that speck that looks makes you look like a hero. We could talk about the times, I bet, Weeks on end where you were kind of depressed? Uh, yes, I Okay, was. but I want to take the moments where you weren't, and you were a hero. And during those moments, as I heard you say, you were waiting, you were praying, you were looking to God for help, and you were sort of keeping yourself active and alert because when you heard your friends were in trouble, you invited them to come, didn't you? Uh, I did. And they came, and you helped them? Now, if you would have just been super depressed and done nothing but woe is me, you might not have heard about these friends, right? Uh, well, I would have heard about the friends, but I probably wouldn't have done anything. I might have thought, I can't do this. I don't have enough food. There you go. And if you got really depressed, you wouldn't even have heard about them. If you just said poor is me and didn't stay in contact. And so you would not even know. Who knows what could have happened to them. I mean, they could have been swept away in the middle of a tornado and woof, they go like, like, um, what was her name? Dorothy and the, and the Wizard of Oz being swept away. Okay, oh, okay, I'm getting a bit extreme. But because you were there, you were able to be a servant ready. Now, there's one other twist to all this. As you're waiting and patiently waiting, with the moments of a little depression, sure, but I'm going to skip over that. So while you were there in those times, even before the hurricane, you were taking care of yourself, right? Well, um... Uh, okay, were you eating Doritos every night? Were you a- stuffing your face with bonbons and, and, and those chocolate Twinkies? Uh, and were you drinking mega beers every morning when you got up for breakfast on your cornflakes? Uh, no. Okay. That I was not. Uh, I, I, I not want to get to the point where you were... Looking back, you probably could say, I could have had a better diet. But yet, there were many things you did to take care of yourself, right? Keeping you alive Uh, so that you could be a help. That's part of what a servant is, is to be ready. Can a sick servant in the master's house, when the master all of a sudden calls on him, if he's really sick, can he help? No. And so part of our service, even as John Milton points out, is... Waiting to be ready when called upon. 
Yeah, the waiting is tough. I'm sure the looking and wondering and and the expectation. No, no, I mean waiting is tough. Hmm. If there are millions down on their knees among the many, can you still hear me? Hear me asking. Is there a vision that I can call my own? Show me. I'm looking for a reason, roaming through the night to find my face in this world. My place in this world. Not a lot to lean on. I need. These are the sounds of things in motion until they finally stop. law of motion. An object either remains at rest or continues to move at a constant velocity unless acted upon by a force. <laughs> but uh, what does Newton's law of motion have to do with Paul and the Philippians? Well, actually, a lot, because Paul was this missionary going here and there and there and here and here and there and there and there, and all of a sudden, boom, nothing. And he was in jail, and he was doing nothing. And so he was one of those things almost brought to a standstill. At least that's what the devil hoped. But what did Paul do? Well, can't speak to this church or that church. Hi there, Mr. Soldier. What's your name? Hey, do you know Jesus? Hey, I have a Savior who's going to help me. And, and then the next day, you know, I should start writing back to some of those. And Paul never guessed that all his writings would be used for centuries and centuries to help people like you and me. So Paul was not motionless. But, here's the, the angle twist. Physically, in this earthly world, he was. He was in prison. He was in jail. And there are times we find us, ourselves kind of motionless. Sometimes it's because of a broken leg and you're in the hospital. Yeah, I remember oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Sometimes it is, though, because you just don't have aim and purpose in life. You kind of alluded to that while you were in the apartment. Yes. But you as a Christian always had motion. God was always working with you. And because of that, it rolled and got things moving again in the earthly realm. These two don't always coincide. That's the point. Sometimes... In the earthly world, things are at a standstill. Heck, I remember when I was let go and I was wondering and flailing, God, what do you got in mind and what now? And, and I was looking and trying and trying and looking. And, and I must admit there for a while I kind of settled in a pattern and settled down. Oh, okay, I'm not going to. And then all of a sudden, whoa, this podcast is taking off. And oh, this church wants me a part-time. Well, I guess I better kick it out of retirement mode and start to do something here. And... But for a while, you had lost your motivation. Yeah. Yeah. But never spiritually. I always knew, well, I questioned. I'll be honest. I really questioned, God, what are you doing? Why? And that's what helped me to really understand what Paul is trying to say here. We are always in motion as a Christian. We always have purpose. And he's going to use us even if we don't like it. But if we like it and see it, it becomes even greater fun and helps us see that we do have purpose in life. And but then it hurts not to have purpose in life and to be waiting and wishing and hoping and feeling useless. It and, hurts. And that's why Paul spoke about two words back in verse 20, that he'd have courage and that he not be ashamed. The shame comes in thinking you don't have purpose and that you don't live out your purpose. The courage would be to live out the purpose God has set. And as John Milton said, sometimes it is to wait. And knowing, even in the waiting, we are serving God. Again, there's a different road traveled spiritually and earthly. Sometimes we are idle. There are a lot of people who are retired, laid off of work. Not just blind people, lots of people. And they're struggling. But it doesn't mean spiritually we have to be. And the reverse can happen also, by the way, and I've seen it, where spiritually people have come, uh, people have come to me, they're busy, they're active, they're working, and they say, my life just seems empty. I, I don't, I'm not serving the Lord. Mm. We need to understand that there are two separate. And God works with both. And so we don't want you to be at rest. Please write us. Please, please, please. Send us an email, and you can do that easily at... Info at... Not-alone.net. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm in motion. 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 Yeah. shut up. Or you can find us on Facebook, and you can send us a note that way. Yeah, you search out room 4216, or Pastor Dave Andrus, A-N-D-R-U-S... I feel like I can't stop talking. I can't stop talking. I can't stop talking. <laughs> but do we remember? 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 We are not alone. 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 I will lead you who are blind by the ways you have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide you. I will turn the darkness into light before you and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake you. Back again to room 4216.
Credits. Michael W. Smith, Place in This World, and Interlude Musicians, Robert Vaughn, and Terry Nord.